Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Going to Island, the Tower. Your daily look around the world of sports with Hall of Fame broadcaster and voice of the Texas Longhorns, Craig Webb, on your live, local, and independent home for sports talk in Austin, The Horn. There is no truth to the rumor that this was actually Bucky Godbolt singing a uh, Christmas carol in the uh, Horn Christmas Carol. Game. That'd be Lewis, wouldn't it? Not be? Uh, yeah, yeah, it would be the great Louis Armstrong. Good morning and welcome to Light the Tower here on the Horn. 1049, 1019 AM twelve sixty, where we're live, local and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. My name is Craig Way. Glad to have you with us. Yep. Alongside our erstwhile producer, the purveyor of all good things, Flex ATX, because after all, in the final analysis, the Flex is Jonathan John Donaldson, J. J. Donaldson. We know him as Snoop Daniel, who is definitely in the holiday mood. How are you? Great, because I have my pop tarts. I much needed. Thanks, Craig. That you was bet. Mm. Glad to bring those. And I, and even though that is not Bucky Godbolt's voice on Cool Yule, that is the great Louis Armstrong on that. Satch tomorrow with the Commanders. Uh, seeing them, uh, we do have one Michael Godbolt with us. Bucky Godbolt hanging out. Tell you, uh, Jeff Howe uh, out with the illness, and uh, we'll uh, hope for the best for him on his recovery. Meanwhile. So uh, glad to have you alongside. I'm glad, well, you, glad I, you're I, here. And for I appreciate the first it, man. Hour. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to do a show with you, my friend. Yeah. Well, uh, so, Buck, you'll be with us first hour of the program. Uh, what we have, uh, certainly, we have a, a Longhorn notebook coming, a recap of last night's basketball game. Uh, we do have Inconceivable. Got some funky stories going on with that, as always. But this is a big day, as uh, Bucky and Aaron did earlier with the uh, unveiling of the first ever all-flex team, the defensive side of it, with defensive linemen, linebackers, and secondary guys. And what we will have during this portion will be specialists, special teams with kickers, punters, returners, a deep snapper. That'll be coming up uh, later on, both this hour and next hour as well. So we definitely want you to stay tuned for that. And... uh and that was a big thing for you guys. You enjoyed that this morning, didn't you? I did. I, I loved going defense a little bit because, you know, when I'm at games, I'm so cued into what's going on offensively that it's kind of cool. You know, and a number of those kids, and especially the Round Rock kids, I get a chance to see those guys play. And we're talking about some defense. These are individuals defensively that made a real, real hit on, on the defenses themselves that, that some of these kids ended up on good defensive teams, not just good players. 
but they their contributions to the defense as a whole was fantastic this season. No question. And, and some that didn't make it were just as just as important to their teams. Right there. I mean, there were several players um, who were parts of teams that went deep into the postseason. Some that did not. Uh, and there were uh, there's some players on teams still playing mm-hmm. in the postseason that ended up not being on the final All Flex team list. But and maybe more noticeable, years. Craig, this year the defense in this area. Yep. I mean, there were some great offensive skill players, but you know, and there's always running backs throughout Central Texas. Period. I mean, that's an every year thing, and you can only choose so many. But defensively, they were they were everywhere. And Snoop knows this. This defensive line. And linebacker area was really, really tough to choose. Yeah, uh, and from uh, the get go, Snoop, you saw a lot of really outstanding linebacker play and defensive line play at the games that you were at this year, and uh, shooting the games that you were at, and being around the the programs that you were around. You got a chance to uh, sample and witness a lot of that firsthand. I'm I'm I, I'm talking long here to give you a chance to swallow because I know yes. you're, you're already no, on the no, I was going there. to do it. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> the, the only team that. That, and it surprised me. The only team that had trouble scoring was Liberty Hill, which only had 14 points. Right. Everybody else was able to put the ball in the end zone. So um, defense is at a premium when these offenses have, have schemed up everything possible to counterbalance everything. That's uh-huh. Yeah, very, very true. Uh, the other things toward the high school and what we have coming up here in just a few moments, we're going to do our, uh, our, uh, our Whataburger Top 5, which would be – uh, the double meat with cheese edition normally, which is a top 10. In this case, you have a 12 because the listing of the 12 state championship games. And so we're going to run down uh, run down those. And then in the Flex 30 update, in the 11 o'clock hour, Snoop, uh, obviously we have uh, the unveiling more of the Flex team. Also, uh, we'll, we'll keep everybody updated on those. But would you, uh, uh, Snoop, I, I know how much this this – means to you would you like to uh, uh to know uh what the computer thinks of these matchups always yeah well i'm about to tell you that he's come to his senses of late <laughs> you, there it keep, is with all those feelings again yeah yeah he keeps assigning feelings and 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 gender <laughs> who says by the way if it did have a gender that it was a, that it would be a he oh, okay. you don't know that you don't know that see it, it doesn't it has no gender it is a machine it is a computer and for the last time this year You'll get to learn what the computer thinks of matchups. In this case, the 12 games left for the UIL state championship. In fact, let's go ahead and get to that right now. Here's our Whataburger Top 5. Now, it's time for the Whataburger Top 5. Okay, prepare to receive today's Double Meat with Cheese edition. Here we go. Top 10 rankings. We call it the Double Meat with Cheese edition because during the course of the year, it's a top 10 instead of a top 5 with the state rankings from 5A down through 1A, the six-man division. And, of course, the 6A, uh, according to Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, runs a poll all the way through top 25 until you get to the playoffs. More on Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine coming up 11 o'clock hour. Greg Tepper, the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, joins us for our weekly conversation, so we'll have a state championship preview. Okay, so here we go, Buck. Uh, it starts off. I'll give you a little geography in on this as well, Buck, okay. because I, I know you know all your years of coaching and, and uh, when you were on uh, John McAvick's staff in the state of Texas, you canvassed the state pretty well. I did, and, and mostly I'd be in the Fort Worth, yeah. Dallas area. Right. 
Including, including when he went to Glen Rose to try to recruit Dan Campbell. <laughs> that's for sure. That was out on a ranch. That was out on a ranch, yes. That's where you saw the, the cattle guard. When I thought the deer it was... was a, you was, thought the goat was a deer. Yes. It was a little black goat there. It was a it, monstrous goat. That's Dan Campbell was quoted later as saying, that's when I knew I was headed for Texas A&M. Bye, y'all. When, when Bucky asked him about the deer, and he goes, that's a goat. What a fine dinner we had, though. <laughs> yeah, that was good. And, and by the way... What a fine season Glen Rose had. Went to the semifinals and pushed top-ranked Carthage to the wire. It was a late fumble that made the difference of the ballgame. Carthage held on to beat them 42-35. It was the first, and think about this too, Bucky, first time all year that Carthage trailed at any point in a game when they were down in the game 35-28 and had to come back. So uh, Glen Rose had a great season. Carthage did shine through. And, of course, now they get Wimberley. We'll get to that in a moment. We start off, and it starts tomorrow morning. It's about 25 hours from now, Snoop. The state championship parade begins with the six-man, the 1A six-man Division II game. I'm excited to get to call this one. Benjamin and Lorraine. Benjamin, number one team in the state. Lorraine, kind of a Cinderella story. Uh, do you know where either of these schools are, Benjamin or Lorraine, Buck? I do not. Benjamin is kind of between, say, Wichita Falls and uh, Lubbock, uh, out on 114. Out there. You've heard of the legendary Four Sixes Ranch. Yes, I've been it's, to Wichita Falls. I've had to do recruit that area. Okay. Well, the, it's it's not far from the Four Sixes Ranches, the Four Sixes Ranch, mm-hmm. which is between Benjamin and Guthrie. And uh, so Benjamin, number one team in the state, and tell me this doesn't work. You know, the, the uh, uh, coach leaves Strawn where they won the six-man title where his son was the standout as a freshman, won, uh, won the player of the year and won the uh, most valuable player of the state championship game. Strawn wins the state title, and he moves to Benjamin. And he was going to be the head coach, and then he got a little bit ill and stepped back and said, no, I'll be the uh, defensive coordinator. They had another guy come in to be the head coach, but his son was there, Grayson Rigdon, and here they are playing for a state title. How cool is that? Transfer portal for high school, you might say. Yeah. They're playing Lorraine. Lorraine is a Cinderella story. Their first ever trip to the state Lemon final. Lemon Lorraine? No, Lorraine. Like Lorraine. a woman's name. Uh, yes. L-O-R-A-I-N-E. Yes. And uh, Lorraine, uh, which is out there, Mitchell County, a little South Abilene, uh, Big Spring area, that uh, down below of that. Uh, Lorraine played Benjamin earlier this year. Benjamin beat him 61-30. to However... That's the only team not to get mercy ruled by Benjamin this year. The only one not to get 45. If you're up by 45 or more at any point, halftime or second half, game is over. They hung with them. They lost by 31, but they, uh, that's the only team not to get uh, 45. So Benjamin and Lorraine, Snoop, what do you think the computer thinks of this one? Oh, man. Uh, Benjamin by six. Nine. Okay. Be, Snoop's usually pretty. He's good been at pretty figuring. good at this. I've listened good. to these. He's been really on on to it. I think he's been sneaking to the computer no. crate before. If he, if, yeah. No, <laughs> I won't cheat. All right, all right. Now we're going to go to one A Division One. This is Westbrook, which is the defending state champion, also out that way out west, playing Abbott. You drive through Abbott on your way to Dallas. Yes, it's I between do. Hillsborough and Waco. That's right. Uh, hometown. When I go that way, when I'm going 281, you know, I do a lot of 281. Yeah, you go up the back way sometimes. Uh, And and so Abbott, this is the number one team in the state, Abbott, against the defending state champion, Westbrook. And it is the only matchup in the state of Texas in the state title games between coaches who each have won at least one state title. All the rest have no more than one of the two has won a state title. This is the only one, a direct matchup, Abbott 
Number one in the state, Westbrook, the defending state champion. Snoop, what does the computer think? I want to pull for Abbott because they helped your wife or the head coach helped your wife. Terry Crawford changed my wife's flat tire once. Two years ago, the head, the head coach at Abbott, he did. So that is like a lifetime, like, how do I ever pick against a person that did that? But I will say Westbrook by uh, 11. Westbrook by 5. Okay. All right. All right. 2A Division II. Uh, this will be... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tomorrow night, at, at, at the first game's at 11 a.m., Lorraine and Benjamin. The second game's at 2 o'clock, Abbott and Westbrook. And then tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, March. Yes, the mayor, Mark Quan Cosby, somewhere is listening. I know he'll be at the game. I'm sure he was at their semifinal win, which was up at the Palace on Parmer last week. They play Albany. Albany has, right now, the winningest active coach in these state championships. Uh, Denny Faith has won 341 games, I believe, but he's never won a state title. And they're playing Mart, the number one team in the state. What say you, Snoop? What does the computer think? Mart by 16. Mart by 7. Okay. All right. 2A, uh, that, that's tomorrow night. Yeah, then, 16s might be a little too sorry. Yeah. All right. So then, Thursday morning, you have the 2A Division One championship matchup. Refurio, an annual team. Holy got there last year, lost to Shiner, but they got their tell me this isn't the West Texas quarterback's name. Rody Hooper. Mm. R-O-D-E-Y. Rody Hooper. Uh and Holly back in the title round and taking on a Refurio team, which won on a walk off field goal. What do you think, Stu? Refurio. Bye. Eight. How about a pick'em? Oh. Holly's been really impressive mm. this year. So it's a pick'em. All right. That's that's Thursday morning at eleven. Now Thursday afternoon at 3, 3A Division II, top-ranked Gunner. They've been number one all season long, and uh, they will take on Poth, which is down near um, uh, Corpus Christi. And what they're saying is this is, you know, uh, Poth has got big Polish kids playing for them, a Polish extraction. And just like Abbott has a lot of uh, uh, kids from Czech descent, Mm -hmm. Shofskis and a lot of those. I've got. I have a pronunciation guide even for Abbott. Same thing with Poe too. All right. What do you think about? They love to waltz, which yeah. is kind of like a two step, but it's yeah. one, two, one, two. So anyway, well, they've danced their way to the championship. <laughs> so, uh, uh, what man, do you think? I'm out of my my league here. I'll go with Poe. I like the name better, and and for the Corpus Christi area, go Poe. They're probably not favored. Gunners favored by two touchdowns. Oh. 14. They're the number one team in the state. Now, they did score with 20 seconds to go in the game to beat Canadian last week. It was the sixth time in the last seven years they met in the semifinals. All right. That's at 3, uh, three o'clock. Then, here's a game I'm getting to call. I'm really looking forward to this one. 3A Division One, uh, which is Thursday night. Franklin, number one in the state. They won the 3A Division Two title last year. They're in 3A Division One against Brock. Bucky, you know as a coach, Brock started the year 0-4. 
and got themselves off the deck, and they won 11 in a row. Now, the four games they lost were to teams that went at least two rounds deep in the playoffs. Every one of them, including Wimberley. Wimberley beat Brock this year. Um, so they're exposed to some pretty good football from the yeah, get-go. Exactly. And so they're playing Franklin, who's the number one team in the state, uh, who's unbeaten, who won the three Division two title. I have an outstanding running back who's headed to Baylor. Uh, Brock and Franklin. Snoop? Mm, Brock by 10. Franklin by one. I'm oh. smelling upset here. You do? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Brock's been on a roll. Franklin is really talented. All right. 4A Division two. But, I mean, is, are any of those teams that Brock lost to tougher than Franklin? I guess that's maybe their mentality is we won't play anybody tougher than them. Yeah, I don't think so. I think Franklin is clearly the best team. I think they are. I think they're, re- they're really, really good. But I do think Brock could win. And then apparently the computer does tell it. Well, it's only a one-point yeah. separation on the computer projection. All right. Uh, Friday morning, Snoop will be there. 4A Division Two, Wimberley Carthage. Number one team in the state, Carthage. But maybe, and we asked when we had Doug Warren on the show yesterday, asked him, maybe there's a little bit of a blueprint on how you beat Carthage there. Certainly you got to take advantage of turnovers if they turn them over, which is rare. Uh, but Wimberley's bend but don't break defense is really going to be pushed by Connor Cuff and uh, that running game that they have and uh, Noah Patty, the outstanding receiver from Carthage. What do you think, Snoop? Um, shoot. <coughs> Wimberley has the best collective of names. For me, hmm. uh, but anyway, you have to look up and down the roster. But uh, I'll say Carthage favored by eight, ten. Yeah. Uh, uh, Friday afternoon, I'll be pulling for Wimberley. I understand that. Uh, yeah, Mr. Ball will get a lot of carries. Yeah. Uh, fr- Friday afternoon, four Division One. This is another one I'm getting to call. I'm really excited about this one. China Spring, which won the state title last year in four A Division Two, they moved to Division One. They have Cash McCollum at quarterback. And whose dad, of course, left the China or left the Wimberley coaching staff and moved him when they had all new coaches come in at China Spring because their head coach Brian Bell left to be on the Baylor staff, and they're playing Bernie, big, strong team from the Hill Country, uh, and uh, unbeaten, and uh, been been a been a big eye opener this year. China Spring. Oh my God. Yeah. Hold on. You got China Spring Bernie. Yeah. Four A Division One. That's Friday afternoon, right after the Wimberley game. So it's funny, you got Cash McCollum's former team, Wimberley, playing at 11. Mm-hmm. And then at 3, you have his current team with him playing in it, uh, uh, yeah. China Spring, playing Bernie at 3 o'clock. I'm going to cover me a little Cash McCollum, too. I, okay. God, man, I'm going to say China Spring by 1. Bernie by 5. Dude, I've heard about Bernie. I'm telling you, I've been talking him up all year long. Big, strong, physical, and they got a quarterback, wide receiver, brother combo where the oh. younger brother is the quarterback, Buck. This is kind of rare. The younger brother is the quarterback, sophomore, and the Bayes brothers, B A I Z E. The older brother is the wide receiver. Uh, so uh, that, so that's. I'm going to watch that whole game. That's the Friday afternoon game. All right, and then Friday night. You have the first of the South Dallas, uh, South Dallas County Schools defending state champion South Oak Cliff, 5A Division Two, taking on Port Natchez Groves, which, of course, knocked out LBJ. They beat Fort Ben Marshall. Uh, last week they beat Liberty Hill. Um, this is, uh, is going to be a lot of fun. What do you think, Stu? And, by the way, both school, schools will bring tons of fans. This could be in the 40,000 or more range on Friday night. Oh, 
I, I would say Sock has home field yeah. advantage. Sock by three. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm telling you, there's going to be a lot of purple there. <laughs> you saw it yourself yes, last week. Yes, I did. It was, it was uh, uh, jaw-dropping, Yeah, the support. They're going to bring a lot of people. What is it? Computers. C- Computer says it's a pick em. Wow. How about that? A pick em Friday night. Sock and PNG. All right. And then the final day, Saturday, 5A Division One, Alito, more state championships than any other school in the state, but they had to beat number one Longview to do it, and they did last week in the semifinal. They were down 14-3 to in the pouring rain, came back to beat them 17-14, also had to wait out a two-hour rain delay with just 56 seconds to go in the game, and Longview with the ball at midfield. But they held on, they won, and they get what has developed into a Cinderella story in College Station because they lost their outstanding running back, start of the year, had other injuries, but they've rediscovered themselves with defense. Definitely came through a lesser bracket, I think the bottom part of the bracket. Uh, but they did avenge an earlier uh, uh, loss to Georgetown, beat them in the playoffs, and they've been on a roll. Alito and Georgetown, Snoop, first game Saturday on the final day, it's at 11 a.m. Alito by 7. 11. 11. Yep. And then the two 6A games. Woo. At 3 o'clock, <laughs> Vandegrift to Soda. How about this, Bucky? Here's, here's Snoop. Who definitely wants wants uh, the local teams to succeed? Of course, going up against his alma mater, DeSoto High. Didn't have to give that up. Yeah, he's oh. he's already given that up. Okay. We think there's issues there that he hasn't let on there about. No, that. I yeah. just I don't know DeSoto. It was I I didn't it, it wasn't it was bullies in the hallway. See, I told you the bullies there's got him in the hallway. He, he got bullied a little bit no, at high right. school. Got shoved into the locker. Yeah, yeah no, that no, kind of thing. Uh, all right, so it's DeSoto and Ben. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the wedgies. Two, no, yeah, I'm yeah, no, yeah right. No. Yeah, uh, it, it, <laughs> nobody gave you the atomic wedgie or anything oh, like Lord, that. No, okay, all right. Uh, so Desoto and Vandegrift, and uh, you have those uh, two Texas commits for Desoto. You have Vandegrift with their outstanding work. So, uh, you know, great season obviously for the Vipers. First ever trip to the state final. What does the computer think, Snoop? You know what? If uh, I, I don't gamble anymore, but like if I would take Vandegrift plus the points, just I, I got Vandy, but I would say the computer would say DeSoto by seven. DeSoto by six. Okay. Okay. And then finally, meeting for the fourth time in the last five years in the state championship round, Duncanville. Galena Park, North Shore. Buck, I'm trying to remember, were you there for any of those games at Duncanville, North Shore? Because I know you you had made some trips up there. To no, I was never up for one of those. Okay, all right. Uh, in 18, of course, North Shore won on the Hail Mary. In 19, Duncanville lost mm-hmm. to Quinton Jackson, who was the Texas commit, winds up he's at Utah. And uh, they lost him the week before in the semifinals to a knee injury and had to go with a freshman quarterback. Lost that. They didn't play in 20. Uh, and then they met last year, and North Shore pretty much controlled uh, that one as well. So Duncanville and North Shore. Snoop, what does the computer think of this fourth meeting between North Shore and Duncanville? Is it hard to beat somebody four times if you beat them twice or once? I, Duncanville by one. Duncanville, North Shore. Pick them. Okay, great. Good job, Snoop. Yeah. Another Hail Mary. I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I might try to catch it. Yeah. I'll really get on Bally's. Yeah. Uh, and go to jail. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, actually, so there it is. There it is. There's your uh, Whataburger time line. Somebody, so somebody lets me know. Pote's actually closer to San Antonio than Corpus. It is. I, I, what I was trying to say was on your way on to your Corpus. Way. Yeah. If you're going down 
uh, you know, 281 if you're going down, uh, or 181 if you're going down the I-37. But it is. Uh, Poth is actually closer to San And, Craig, so, you yeah. got to get out of here today and get headed that way, don't I'll you? I'll be headed up late uh, late this afternoon, headed up there, because my first game is 11 o'clock tomorrow morning, the first of the six-man game. So I'm calling seven of the 12 and looking forward to it, and it'll be an awful lot of fun. But it's always that special time and you know buck because well, you've been it. up there you've seen you've seen the atmosphere and the environment you've worked in the booth up there, way up there in the upper regions up there, there with my pillow yeah did you take a pillow games. with you up there i always took a pillow with me because i was going to stick around i wasn't you know no matter if Smart. if i was there when and the lake travis was playing or not i was going to watch games so if i wasn't interested in a game i just lay back in the corner with my pillow then get up for the next game there you go uh bucky you'll you'll like this i know you'll remember this uh, uh my um studio anchor on the uh, Longhorn Radio Network. Those studios are based in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And he gets to call some of the state championships in North Carolina radio. They finished last weekend, and they have four classifications. They only have four games. But the 4A, the highest division, uh, the school that won the state championship was Newburn from down in the eastern part of the state. Mm-hmm. They beat... The Grimsley Whirlies from Greensboro. Grimsley, yes. Beat those Grimsley Whirlies. I was right the, down the street from Dudley High. That's it. That's it. Uh, and and uh, you would have gone to Dudley if your folks had I would have stayed, right? I would have eventually, yeah, I would eventually. Well, I was a Catholic school. There was no telling if I, I would have gone to Grimsley or, most okay. likely, but I was only a couple miles away from Dudley. And Yeah, you were close to both. You were kind of equidistant from both. Yeah, it was, it was, Dudley High was where, you know, I mean, I remember Grimsley, I think Vince Evans he went to Ben L. Smith. Ben L. He went to Ben L. Which Smith, which is where I would have gone. My sister went there as a freshman. Bob McAdoo went yeah. to. Uh, he went to Smith as well. I think. Yeah, I think or, they yeah. both may have. Yeah, uh, and uh, and I'll tell you who else went to Smith. The Bostic brothers, Jeff and Joe, played yes. the NFL for Washington. I think Ed Dudley was Al Adels, my godfather. Oh yeah, the great Al. That's Adels. right. That's yes. right. Yeah. So, and of course, Curly Neal. Yes, was Curly a Neal Dudley was a Dudley graduate as well. So uh, that was that. All right. Uh, coming up, uh, we've got a uh, Longhorn notebook, and then we are going to reveal the latest in our Flex All Flex team, the first ever All Flex team uh, here from the Austin Radio Network. So we'll do that next when we come back here with Light the Tower on the Horn 1049 1019 AM 1260. We're live, local, and digital on the Horn app and hornfm.com. B and E. And she says it's a medical condition she has severe pain in the chest, you know, angina. Oh, yeah. Severe chest pain, but apparently it's. Twitter and all the websites. He did test positive for COVID. So he's out. still out there. He says he feels fine, other than sounding very, very raspy. But uh, And this is his first time, right? It, first time for him, yeah. So, man. You, it, how many times you? Twice. You, twice? Yeah, first you, was it just was a, was, a, was the knockout punch. The second time, it was just like a bad cold, that's all. Less than a bad cold. But that <laughs> first time, it'll get your voice, and it'll... It'll it'll tear your voice apart. It takes a while for you to get your the yeah. strength of your voice back up. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you so stay away from that dude. Was it uh, Bob Cole's had it like four times? He's, he's had it like five times. He's going for the ground zero. Oh award. yeah, he, he's looking for every super spreader event he can go to. Yeah, so he can say that he's that, that had it six. more than oh, anybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like the dude that gets struck by lightning multiple <laughs> yes. times. I as I knock on wood here, I've been fortunate. I haven't had it, but but I've also you know I've been vaccinated and everything's gone pretty well. I know a lot of other people uh, d- who have been vaccinated have have gotten it anyway, and so oh, I, yeah. I count myself lucky uh, in in that respect. So yeah, it's uh, that's that's the way some of that goes, depending on who is 
more, you might say, susceptible to it than others. I don't know. Greg, how did the guys handle last night? Were they pretty good? I mean, to have a veteran team last night was very important, was it not? I'm glad you brought that up because it's time now for our Longhorn Notebook. Longhorn Notebook. A Longhorn Notebook brought to you by Aaron Bowersock, the home loan expert, and your Longhorn lender. Check her out on the web at bowersockteam.com, B-O-W-E-R-S-O-C-K, just like it sounds, bowersockteam.com. I I got the vibe, uh, and we'll hear from Rodney Terry next hour about this, that in the first uh, 10, 15 minutes that they that – they, I don't want to say they had like a glaze over their eyes or anything like that, but they did seem, and, and Eddie Warden remarked on this well as well, um, about just like a half step off beat sure. out of rhythm, just a little bit out of position to get a rebound or just out of the reach of a pass or just a hair late arrival on defense, and as a result, Rice hits five threes in the first. Uh, but the aggressive nature with which they played in the second half, I think, uh, ramped it up, and then and then like I said, Rice not a bad team, and it was a grinder, and it went down to the wire. And in fact, Rice had an opportunity to win it in regulation. It was a well defended possession by Texas, and Rice didn't quite get as clean a look as they wanted, so it went to overtime. And then the Longhorns, Marcus Carr, really taking over the game offensively oh, yeah. down the stretch. Um, uh, Brock Cunningham, happy birthday to Brock Cunningham, by the way. Yeah. Rock. Was he 28, 27, I, I think he's 23. Okay. <laughs> uh, but he is a grad. He is a, a grad student in uh, in the advertising school now. He's just a baby, 23. And, I think he's 23, maybe 24. He's, he's 23 or 20. Anyway, right. he's a grad student, and he does have a year of eligibility left after this year if he wants to use it. So, uh, so uh, Brock Cunningham, with what he did, he had 10 rebounds in the game, uh, helped out. And uh, and then I thought Jabari Rice did a really fine job down the stretch, hit a couple of key baskets, and drew the defense to him. Kicked to some open guys to knock down some shots. Yeah, you get a when you get a a a situation like that where where things aren't quite as smooth as you're expecting as a basketball team, especially this early in the basketball season, where you're starting to build camaraderie in different positions. Still, even to this, they haven't played 20 games. You know, they're still trying to build things. That's right. To have something happen that's so drastic to you. I mean, you're talking about disruptions and disrupting your flow. It, you could tell a little bit early, like you said, there was, you know, you know, the turnovers. I mean, 15 turnovers. You that's hard to that's hard to fathom anyway during the course of a game. But to have a lot of them really happen to you real early, this just shows the composure of that the the older guys getting that group together and getting it done. And Rodney Terry and the staff. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Without further ado, it is time for the next installment of the unveiling of the first ever All-Flex team. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. Okay, so uh, first of all, if you go to flexatx.com, you'll see, among other things, you know, scores of games and then all the stuff, and there's pictures of us up there, including one of Snoop, where you just, you look kind of depressed or something. Snoop, have you seen this picture of you there? Where you just, you've got a Which camera one? in your hand. It's the one where you're wearing the Cleveland Browns oh. hat and the Don't Worry I, hoodie. Oh, yeah, that was at a, uh, I think John Gutierrez took that picture of the oh, Statesman. Yeah. I was, okay. I think I was he just... He didn't get your good side. <laughs> Thanks, Buck. I, I was just looking inquisitive, I guess. I, you know, keep looking up. That's where it all is. So there there I go. There you go. All right. <laughs> uh, today is the day, of course, that we reveal the All Flex team. 
And it started with B&E this morning uh, with the defensive line. And, Bucky, uh, th- those uh, those very, what have basically uh, become household names. Colton Vosick of Westlake, Damian Wimberly of Vandegrift, Prince Will, Yuman Ellen of Maynard, and Caleb Dickey of Crockett. Uh, all of those. Uh, you know, uh, the... Our commander, uh, Jason Sewer, worked the uh, the Crockett LBJ game with me. Now, I know he was wowed by uh, Caleb Dickey and how he was oh, yeah. everywhere trying to make plays as well. So, Interchangeable uh, parts with all those guys right there. Yeah. Seemed a little bit of everything from any part of that defensive line. Uh, that was at 7.30. Then at 8.30, he did the linebackers. Uh, so uh, that included uh, uh, Brody Bueno of Hutto. Ivy Web, machine. Yeah, Ivy Webb of Anderson. And Reed Vines of Cedar Park. Stoop, you, you got a chance to see all those guys. I know you were impressed by all of them. Yeah, all of them tackle machines, all of them above, you know, the 100 tackle mark. And uh, But Ivy Webb and Brody Bueno, you know, uh, much respect. Uh, but those those guys almost had 200 tackles. Yeah, they were really busy. <laughs> 9.30, uh, Buck, you and, and Aaron revealed the defensive backs. Jalen Gilbert of Round Rock, Peyton Morgan of Weiss. Alex Foster of Vandegrift and Justin Strong of Elgin. All the difference makers. Really, really. We had Rod Babers come on. We had Rod come on and talk about those kids. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Big time players. Yeah, and they were. And now it's time for the kicker and punter uh, to be revealed. And then uh, next hour will be uh, the return specialist and the long snapper off that. But kicker and punter to be revealed. Snoop, I know we took a good long look at this. The entire crew did and uh, settled. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to let you make the announcement. No, 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 no. I, I do want to say that we did make these d- decisions before the playoffs. I mean, as and narrowing it down. So, you know, like Hayden Arnold, like we cannot not say his name. By then, it was, it was the, the, the what he's done, had been done. Oh, my goodness. Uh, like. Well, uh, but this guy deserved it. Okay, and and, uh, and, and the, it's, it's Patrick Helen, a, a beauty Johnson. You know, he is, uh, our, I, I believe, our lone representative from that area, mm-hmm. and a very deserving young man. And if you meet this guy, salt to the earth. I'm glad he's repping that city. But uh, uh, insane, uh, a forty seven of eleven field goals, or eleven field goals, seven of them forty plus, uh, had the highest average punt hang time of five point two. So, yeah. Got very, it, didn't it work? very, very I- impressive there. And then the punter. And, and and I know some folks might think that uh, the punter, Bucky, is is kind of a, uh, a sideways compliment or a backward compliment. For example, I, w- I was the one fall semester that I spent as a student at Texas Tech back in 1981. Maury Buford was an All-American. Tech went 1-9-1, but Maury Buford was an All-American as punter and then played for several years with the Chicago yes, Bears did. is where. If you can do your job well, you can do your job well. And Snoop, our first ever all-flex team punter, certainly did his job very well. It's Owen Orell of Westwood. Yeah, um, the the big number is he almost had 1,000 yards in, in, in punt yards, which means yeah. he had to punt a bit, but the guy was solid. And really, Westwood, uh, they tripled up their win total from last year, and a lot of that had to do with Norell flipping the field and keeping his team competitive. And I know it's not a sexy stat, but the thousand yards punting, Owen, congrats. So there it is. <laughs> There's your kicker and punter for the first ever All-Flex team. The, the, the kicker, Patrick Helen, Abuta Johnson, the punter, Owen Norell of uh, Westwood. Next hour, we have the returners and 
the long snapper or deep snapper. So uh, that'll be that'll be coming up. next I won't tell hour. you who the re- the returner's name is, but he was almost on my list of running backs because mm. he can run. The, now. I, I'll he just can go. Say, I'll just say this much. Both of the guys who made the team as returners could have made the team in other, yes, other that's spots. That's right. Uh, that's how talented they were. So, uh, so they could do that. Uh, all right. So uh, there it is. There's your all flex team announcement for this hour. We need a break. When we come back, we'll have inconceivable. So Bucky gets to be along for the ride about oh, this on inconceivable. Yes. Uh, glad to have those of you viewing us on Twitch as well uh, here today. I have the holiday version. Too for inconceivable. Yes, so uh, because Snoop is already into the holiday mode in terms of the music, so uh, that's that's and gift out. receiving, and and what and gift receiving and I'm gift gonna, receiving yeah, in that mood too. You get gift receiving, okay, all right, that's good. Are are you going home by the way for Christmas? Um, I'm going home for for state. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, that yeah, might yeah. be Christmas. Yeah, a week before. Okay, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people to do. They get the the, the Christmas with the folks. Uh, done, like, mm-hmm. say, the week before. Yeah, and then get out of town. And then get out of town. Yeah. <laughs> Off of that. I like to watch the NBA, and I like to uh, to study. Yeah, I got you. Uh, uh, Buck, are you you're, are you going up to Pennsylvania? No, 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 I'm staying. My wife okay. went to see her mama in uh, Idaho for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. so we're going to be together at Christmas. Good. And, so I didn't get a real Thanksgiving dinner. I, I went to Hoover's and had two meals brought to me. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah it was. It was pretty good eating. <laughs> but I'm looking for a ham. On you Christmas, want a Christmas Day, ham. I want a Christmas ham for so sure. So you put Joyce up to that? We'll see. Buck may be making that Christmas ham. That doesn't mean because I want a ham doesn't mean she's going to be cooking the ham. I understand. You yes. you're, you're, I'm the you've, cook. You've just said about the business that there will be a ham for Christmas. There will be a ham for Christmas. Okay. That's right. All right. That's good. All right. Uh, coming up, uh, we will have uh, next inconceivable here with Light the Tower on the Horn 1049. 1019 AM 1260. We're live, local, and digital on the Horn app at hornfm.com. Hi, I'm Brad with Homes by Avi. And I'm Aaron Bowersock. We are currently. This is, you know, Snoop Daniels' uh, own uh, creation of this with the holiday music. Because folks know that when we do Inconceivable, we play mm-hmm. Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. And I know you you knew them from the 60s. And I went, I went to Philadelphia to see Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass before, yes. I love Herb Alpert. That's, he's still He's still, he's still blowing today. the horn. Oh, yeah, he still is. Uh, 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 Lynn and I saw Herb Alpert and his wife Lonnie Hall at, uh, at the Paramount. Uh, pre-COVID, like mm-hmm. in uh, 2019, and at the time he was 84 and still blowing the horn well. And then we wanted to go again. They had to cancel, I think, due to uh, the COVID issues. Oh, this music uh, makes me time. want to head to the mall, you know, and I'm not just on my mall walking. I know I've got mall walking to do, but yeah. yes. Uh, but it's also uh, a little bit of holiday inconceivable. Frame. First of all, I know you and Aaron talked about this, but I bring up this story because Snoop, does have some still investment uh, in uh, in Bitcoin, don't I you? I do, a little, yeah. very tiny. It's actually uh, up as, as high as point in a month. It's at 17 right now. Well, that's good to know. But since the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission today charged Sam Bankman-Fried, the former CEO of the cryptocurrency giant FTX and trading firm Alameda Research, with defrauding investors... Uh, he had been arrested Monday, yesterday in the Bahamas, after federal prosecutors in New York filed criminal charges containing a sealed indictment uh, there. So, uh, Bucky, you have any money in cryptocurrency? No, no, right. no. 
No, no, no. Not no. even a little bit? Not even a little $10. bit. <laughs> when the panic comes, I want to be right in the front line of, hey, there's a panic. I need to be in the front. I'm not worried about it. I no. Crypto, no. No thanks. You can get it on PayPal, Venmo. No, real Snoop, easy. No. Yeah. I'm, my next move is gold. There you go. Ooh. Well, a lot of your investments tied up into, you know, BetUS and some <laughs> yeah, of the other yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're right. right. You're you at know, that right. It's going on that. Uh, Snoop, Bob Barker's 99 years old today. God bless him. Yeah. 99 today. Mr. Price is Rice. Wow. Uh, hadn't done it for many years, obviously, being retired. Drew Carey's been doing it, but uh, but still still in all. Uh, yeah, how about that? Um, the um, Snoop, get ready for this, Bucky. I don't know if you'll want to know about it as well, but they're the best chance to see the strongest meteor shower of the year will peak tonight and tomorrow Ooh. night, according to the American Meteor Society. That's romantic, Buck. You too, Craig. With the uh, with last the, thing I went to the, see up in in the space was when I went outside and I saw the space station go over. Did you really? Boy, was that special! That yeah. thing was moving. Yeah, yeah. Uh, these are uh, geminids, as they're known. Uh, have uh, have been streaking across the night sky since late November, but the shower is supposed to peak uh, the night of December 13th through 14th. So tonight and tomorrow. Okay. Uh, just you know, mark that down if you're interested in seeing that. Um, you, you're you're kind of fascinated with the royals, aren't you? You know, the royal family. Oh, oh and yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, because the latest edition of this is uh, this Netflix <laughs> series w- with um, uh, Meghan, the uh, Duchess of Sussex, mm-hmm. uh, saying that she and Prince Harry were fed to the wolves. Uh, and the, and uh, uh, the, the, it was a part of a trailer for part two of their highly anticipated Netflix docuseries, which comes up on Thursday night. I'll be interested in that. You, be, you, yes. you want to do that? Okay, there's also a term in here that was used that I know will capture Snoop's attention. The Robert Griffith, the thir- mm. did he use it? No. No, it wasn't? Uh, no, it oh, 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 okay. I, I, I don't believe he said that on uh, mistake I just, I, I just didn't know maybe he was <laughs> involved in Who says that by mistake? Nobody. No, what he what what this quote was. Well, first of all, you had uh, Megan saying, "I wasn't being thrown to the wolves; I was being fed to the wolves." She said by the by the royal family, uh, and uh, she she said they were happy to protect. Uh, or uh, Harry said they were happy to protect my brother, Prince William. They were never willing to tell the truth to protect us, but he stopped short of saying who they actually refers to. But he used a term, Snoop. I know this will uh, settle for you. Institutional gaslighting. So I, t- I told him earlier, a couple of weeks ago, that gaslight and gaslighting was the was the word of the year, according to Merriam-Webster. And so he was. We were trying to explain so what gaslighting is. Very was all about. rude. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, psychological terrorism. Yeah. Well, in this case, institutional gaslighting is the way that. Uh, Harry described it there. So there's some the worst. In, institutional gaslighting going on. And then finally, uh, I, you'll remember, Snoop, I told you about this. Bucky uh, may have heard about this as well. Uh, you guys heard about the uh, mountain lion that was on the uh, that was on the loose? It was at large out in the Los Angeles area, and it killed a chihuahua. Oh, yummy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Nothing like fresh chihuahua. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, <Yeah>. Peter. <laughs> you have very little compassion for animals. For a guy who's a dog lover. Love them. You have dogs and you have a cat. Of course, you make the cat look But there's outdoor. a difference between a dog and a chihuahua, though. Yeah. There's a little bit of a difference. A chihuahua yeah. is a dog. Oh, it is? Yeah. I thought it was part cat, part uh, okay. squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> well, a mountain lion that attacked and killed a Los Angeles resident's chihuahua last month has been captured, according to the California Department of Fish and Wildlife and the National Park Service in a news release. Male mountain lion, which was known as P-22 Bucky because it had been tracked tagged earlier mm-hmm. and tracked and uh it was its gps location had biologists uh then ch- find him and then they use here's the verb they darted him oh so you know what that means oh yeah, they got oh, yeah. Him with a bada bing bada bang yeah to sleep the uh and uh, the animal's in stable condition undergoing additional evaluation According to the release, the Park Service and Fish and Wildlife Department says we'll work together to find the most humane option available for the lion in the community. It doesn't in sound like he's lives. getting back out into the wildlife the anytime soon. The most humane option, whatever that might be for... Yeah, I'm not letting him come back because that chihuahua chase like chicken. Yeah. <laughs> chicken? Oh, he'll come yeah. back. Yeah. P-22 was captured. You're joking. Uh, he's uh, in a wild animal care facility for evaluation. <laughs> he's not coming back. Hey, that mountain lion, it might have. You know? Yeah, Who I mean, knows? that's just sad. He's not coming back. Yeah. It says the most humane most humane available option, whatever that might be. Wow. All right. Bye-bye. All right. A speed to bye-bye. I appreciate you, you uh, sticking you. around for an hour. Thank you all for Good having me. You. Yeah, bye. look forward to And uh, you be safe on your travels in, uh, in your trip. I up will. To, to Arlington and be careful because I know you. You don't take 281. You don't go the long way home. No, I, I go the long way. It'll be. I'll be burning up I-35 later <laughs> today. Of course you will. That's Bucky Godbolts. Uh, thanks, Buck. Uh, we'll have hour number two coming up. Greg Tepper, managing editor, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. We'll be this. We'll hear from Longhorn's acting head coach Rodney Terry. We have more All Flex Team Revelation returners in the Long Snapper as well. 